This is Pastor Joseph Davis. Thank you for joining the radio ministry of Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We believe the Word of God is the lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. This Word will bless you right now. Luke 1, 5 through 45. I'm starting at verse 5. Here it is. During the rule of Herod, the king of Judea, there was a priest assigned service in the regiment of Abijah. His name was Zechariah. His wife was a descendant from the daughters of Aaron. That's the priesthood. Everybody say the priesthood. All right. So his wife was somebody. She was from the, um, the daughters of Aaron, which the priesthood. And uh, he himself was also a part of the priesthood. Her name was Elizabeth. Together they lived honorably before God carefully in keeping to the ways of the commandments and enjoying y'all got to hear this scripture it's talking y'all got to, this scripture is talking I, I got to pause y'all gonna underline i can't preach every word here but you got to catch it and underline tonight didn't uh, evangelist amber teach about taking notes and underline you got to underline i can't preach on everything i'm feeling all right but i could look together they live honorably before god carefully Careful in keeping to the ways of the commandments and enjoying. Tell somebody, enjoy this thing. Enjoying a clear, he never, you, man, don't help. A clear conscience. Tell somebody, it's so good to have a clear conscience. You ain't saying nothing. I'll preach about it later. A clear conscience. I ain't saying nothing. If you ever been in sin, if you ever did wrong, if you ever was tipping and tipping and slipping. Uh-huh. You'll be thankful today for a clear conscience before God. But they were childless because Elizabeth could not conceive and now they were quite old. My main point for here, number one, my main point I'm giving you number one, is there's no substitute for righteousness. There's no substitute for righteousness. You know, all because they did not have a child doesn't mean they slack up on living for God. Because there's no substitute for righteousness. Blessings don't replace righteousness. I said blessings don't replace living for God. Driving good cars don't replace living for God. Living in a great house doesn't replace righteousness with God. There is nothing and there's no substitute for righteousness. It shows us that Elizabeth and Zacharias did not quit on God because God didn't do what they wanted him to do in the time they wanted him to do it. We cannot stop righteousness quit God because something we prayed for didn't quite come to pass just yet. We can't quit on God. They kept living for God, did not quit because God didn't do what they asked him to do as of yet. What it means is we got to break the spirit of the Christian brat. The Christian brat is the one who complains and gives up on God because God didn't bless them when they wanted to be blessed. Because God didn't answer them how they wanted to be answered. And I'm telling you, God is looking for people who can be righteous under pressure. Righteous when you ain't feeling good. Righteous when it didn't work out. Righteous when you don't feel like you're in your flow and it ain't happening for you. I know you want it to happen. I want it to happen for you too. But there 
there is no substitute for righteousness. You cannot tell God that you're going to serve him more when he bless you. You cannot tell God you're going to do everything he said do. When you do this, you're in error and you're becoming the Christian brat that tells God, I can't say yes until you do more. I can't say yes until you do what I've asked. In other words, you put God into a negotiation and a hostage situation that you hold God's will hostage until you think he going to do something you want him to do. And God is trying to break the lifestyle of the Christian brat. The Christian brat have temper tantrums. And some of us are too big and too grown to be having grown temper tantrums because God didn't bless us when we wanted to be blessed. Tell someone you got to check your attitude. They kept going, living with a clear conscience, even though God didn't answer their prayer. And it, so it happened that as Zacharias was carrying out his priestly duties, you better catch it, tell somebody, and so it happened. And so it happened that as Zacharias was carrying out his priestly duties before God, working the shift assigned to his regiment, it came, it came his one turn in life to enter the sanctuary of God and burn incense. The congregation was gathered and praying outside the temple at the hour of the incense offering. Unannounced, the angel of God appeared just to the right of the altar of inside. Incense, thank you, and Zechariah was paralyzed in fear. I want you to know uh, my point number two is it happened while serving. Tell somebody it happened while serving. When you start taking your mind and your eyes of what God's supposed to do for you and you start focusing on what you're supposed to do for him, it'll happen while you're serving. It says that while he was in order, waiting for his time to burn the incense and burn the fire on the altar, that all of a sudden as he was in motion, doing what God had called him to do, while he was about God's business it happened it means that he didn't skip the line I want you to understand the priestly order everybody has specific duties that they must conduct and follow he couldn't get anxious and try to do something somebody else was doing he couldn't get anxious and try to copy somebody else it's so that his turn would come you got to be faithful till it's your turn you got to be faithful until it's your time Zachariah stayed in line and moved into the processional until it it was his time to burn the incense on the altar he didn't cheat he didn't skip the line but he stayed the course and I'm telling you if you can stay the course it's going to happen while you're serving it's going to happen while you're obeying God it's going to happen while you're burning the incense it's going to happen while you're ushering it's going to happen while you're prophesying to somebody it's going to happen while you're sowing seed while you're taking care of of God's business God's going to send manifestation tell somebody it happened while serving yeah it happened while serving while helping everybody else get to God it happened he kept the 
atmosphere right. He burned the fire on the altar along with the incense, which means he created aroma. Meaning, sometime God knows you're ready for your blessing when you start being selfless. When you start saying, I really care that you get your breakthrough. I really care that you get your breakthrough and get you what God wants for you. Can I tell you what it really is to be a servant of God? It's to do what God's called you to do while you are still sometime waiting on God to open up a door for you. Come on, y'all don't understand. You think this calling is convenient? You think this calling, didn't we talk about convenience? Tell your neighbor, I won't let convenience kill me. Convenience will kill you. Convenience will make you miss God. But I'm telling you, there's nothing convenient about doing God's will. Sometimes he'll make you do it when you're tired. Sometimes he'll make you do it while you're frustrated. Sometimes he'll tell you to do something. How many just don't ever feel like doing something that God has told you to do? You know he told you to do, but God, I ain't with it. God don't feel like it. But it's those times you can say, nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be. Those are the times it'll happen while you're serving. And the Bible reads, but the angel reassured him, don't fear, Zachariah. Don't fear, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth, your wife, will bear a son by you. You are to name him John. And you're going to leap like a gazelle for joy. Not only you, many will delight in his birth. He'll achieve great stature with God. He'll drink neither wine nor beer. He'll be filled with the Holy Spirit from the moment he leaves his mother's womb. He will turn many sons and daughters of Israel back to their God. He will herald God's arrival in the style and strength of Elijah, soften the hearts of parents to children, and kindle devout understanding among hardened skeptics. He'll get the people ready for God. Tell your neighbor, your next has a name and a prophecy. I want you to know what God promised Zechariah already had a name. I want you to know what God's about to do in your life already is purpose from heaven. This is not a headless blessing. This is not something where you ain't gonna know what it is or what it's called to do. He told Zechariah, I want you to know the thing you waiting on already got a name. You ain't got to focus on what it is, what you gonna call it. This thing is coming straight from heaven. And when it comes straight from heaven, it already has a name and it has a prophecy. What it means is, your blessings are so perfect that it has direction in your life. God ain't sending you nothing aimless. God ain't sending you nothing that ain't no purpose. God ain't sending you nothing that don't know what it is and what it ain't called to do. The what God is about to do next in your life has a prophecy already. What it means is, it knows how it's supposed to function. It knows what it's supposed to do. It ain't clueless. It's not living in the dark. That thing is already named by God. Tell me my next got a name. Because sometimes we're in a place on where am I going? What is God going to do next? I want to clear up the confusion. Your name, your next got a name. And your next got a prophecy. Let's read. Zechariah said to the angel, do you expect me to believe this? Yeah. Zechariah said to the angel, do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man and my wife is an old woman. 
But the angel said, listen to the angel, I am Gabriel. The centennial, the centennial of God sent especially to bring you this glad news. Let me tell you, you talking about, do you expect me to, let me first tell you who I am. He says, I'm an angel for God and I'm a Gabriel, the special messenger of God. And God don't send me on no empty rendezvous and God don't send me on no empty errand. Because if you, if you, if you said you want me to believe this, you also said you don't know who I am. So Gabriel says, let me tell you who I am. I am Gabriel. I ain't just no little low rank angel. I'm a high ranking official angel. And when God get ready to do something special and something that nobody ever seen, he sends an angel that can get it done. It was the angel Gabriel when Daniel had fasted and prayed and his prayers were locked up. It was the angel Gabriel that broke through the heavens and that so that y'all ain't saying nothing. When you need something to get done, God don't send no rookie for your situation. God don't send somebody just getting on the job. Gabriel said, you don't know who I am. I'm Gabriel. Uh, he said, but because you won't believe me, watch what the angel says, but because you won't believe me, you'll be unable to say a word. Meaning God's going to take your ability to speak away from you. Tell your neighbor, I can't lose that. He says, uh, since you don't believe, I'll keep you from speaking until the day of your son's birth. Every word I've spoken to you will come true on time, God's time. Follow me. Tell me, oh, I feel it. Y'all going to help me. Tell somebody, say, on time, on time. God's time. God. Let's read. Meanwhile, the congregation waiting for Zechariah was getting restless. They're waiting for Zechariah. They're getting restless, wondering what's keeping him so long in the sanctuary when he came out and couldn't speak. They knew he had seen a vision. Oh, my God. Something done happened to Zacharias in the midst of why he was serving. He continued speechless and had to use sign language with the people. When the course of his priestly assignment was completed, he went back home and it wasn't long before his wife Elizabeth conceived. She went off by herself for five months, relishing the pr her pregnancy. So this is how God acts. This is what she said. This is how God acts to remedy my unfortunate condition. Elizabeth said, this is how God turns things around. He waits till I get old and nobody say I can do it. You tell me God waits till I'm in trouble and everybody looking at me and nobody expect anything else to come out of this womb and then God's decides to touch my womb when nobody expect. Tell somebody you better expect something from me. <laughs> That's what she says. But I want you to know the point is God's not kidding with you. He means what you what he says. And if you don't believe it, tell your neighbor just be quiet. 
Yeah, because when you start putting your lack of faith and your fears on what God is saying, your words are either building something or tearing something down. And so what God does for Zacharias is, I'm not going to let your mouth mess up what I'm doing. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to silence you. I'm going to because I ain't going to let your mouth mess up what I've already created. God said, I'm bringing this thing back, bringing this thing in your life and some of y'all God has basically put you on silence he's basically shut your mouth because you would not believe that what he said he was going to do you keep talking about who me I don't believe this can happen to me God you must be crazy God said I'm just going to shut your mouth because I don't want you to mess up what I've created in your own life and God God put uh, he put him on silence the old church used to put people on silence when they messed up you know when they didn't do right and something happened to their life they'll sit them on the front row and they say you silence so don't get mad at the old church God silence people too he silenced Zacharias that only thing Zacharias had he had a mind ministry they said I don't know what you're talking about he said I don't know what you're talking about Zacharias They say, Zacharias, we don't know what you're talking about. And sometimes God got to confuse you because you don't believe. Sometimes God got to shut you up because you don't believe. Because you're about to mess up your own blessing. Don't you let your mouth talk you out of what God is about to do. Don't you let your fears talk you out of what God's about to do. Don't you let your unbelief talk you out. God said, I'm going to hush you up, Zacharias. Come on, let's read. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name was Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. He says, good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty. He says, you are highly faith beautiful inside and out God be with you she was thoroughly shaken wondering what was behind a greeting like that why is an angel greeting me telling me blessed art thou among women that the Lord has had what kind of salutation is this but the angel assured her Mary you have nothing to fear God has a surprise for you tell someone you don't got nothing to fear oh I feel the Holy Ghost I know this is different. I know this is different. You ain't never seen this thing work like this. You ain't never seen how this thing is being put together. But the angel is trying to tell you, God got a surprise for you. This is nothing to fear. Tell your neighbor, say, nothing to fear. Favor is here. <laughs> That's what he tells her. He says, you are highly favored. This is nothing you're going to run from. This is something about to bless you. This is something about to change your life. Could the thing that God is working on be the biggest surprise of your life? Come on, God, and maybe it's working on the biggest surprise of your life. And sometimes when people are trying to surprise you, you are scared of what's happening. Because the next thing you know, they come in the room, they blindfold you, they spin you around 
three times you don't know where you are they put you in the car they take you out the car they put you back in the house spin you in the closet bring you back out take you for an hour ride you don't know where you've been the next thing you know you walk in the room and you're afraid but the truth of the matter God did all of that to surprise you can I tell you maybe you've been through the ups and the downs the darkness and the times of not knowing what was going on also that God can surprise you maybe you don't walk through obscurity not wondering where your life is all because God is trying to surprise you tell somebody don't you fear God's trying to surprise you yeah God is using these angels and I want to also declare that angels are on the loose say angels are on the loose angels first went down to Zacharias and Elizabeth and now this same angel is messed around and went to Nazareth I want you to know God told me to tell you angels are on the loose in your life and you need to understand people only think that angels protect you that's one side of what they do no angels do more than that angel carry messages they are messages of God and they carry blessings and they carry favor matter of fact Jacob got his name change wrestling with the angel he said I won't let you go until you what bless me how could he bless him because angel is angels are heavyweight blessers they carry the blessings of the Lord and whatever they command comes in your life whatever they carry the blessing and the virtue of the Lord and I'm telling you there are angels being released in your life what I'm telling you is don't look for nothing mystical somebody with a body gonna be an angel and God's gonna use you to bless their life somebody with a body don't look for nothing mystical your angel gonna breathe and talk your angel gonna have money in the bank account your angel gonna have favor y'all ain't saying nothing God promised you that he'll give you favor with God and man so when favor stop coming stop looking spooky and looking up into the heavens the favor from God falls on man and man becomes the distribution center of God's favor and I want you to know be careful how you treat people it may be the person about to favor you be careful how you're looking at people it may be the person trying to favor you be careful how you treat strangers unaware it may be the person trying to bless you you never know who God has in the midst I heard the Lord just tell me that somebody's watching you I heard the Holy Ghost say it somebody's watching you and they getting ready to bless you somebody got their eye on you and they getting ready to bless you somebody been thinking about you and they got a time schedule and they know when the time is right and you better not mess up somebody's waiting to bless you somebody got the income let me write it somebody got the favor somebody has the influence and they're about to use use it for your good tell somebody I'm a candidate for favor the only thing he tells the angel tells same thing he tells Mary he told Zacharias the same thing he told him do not fear told him the same thing but Zachariah decided I'm going to start doubting God. You better be careful when you waited so long, you start doubting. You better be careful when you waited so long, you start doubting. Zachariah started doubting. Listen to what the angel said. Come on, let's get through it. He said, he will be great. Talking about, now I told you that your next had a name and a prophecy. 
The angel does the same thing to, to Mary. He says, he will be great. What you're carrying will be great. Will be called the son of the highest. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. He will rule Jacob's house forever. Uh, no end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, <laughs> that's good there. Mary said to the angel, but how? Listen to this though. But how? I never slept with the man. Notice the difference. She never said that God can do it. She just said, I never did the natural process to be pregnant. So she just said, how is this possible? It's a difference when you ask God, how is this naturally possible? Versus asking, are you kidding me? God can't do this. That's a total different response. All she says, but how is this going to happen? I never slept with a man. It really teaches us how to handle unexpected blessings. When God knocks on our door, make sure you just don't doubt God. You just make sure you don't doubt God. It's one thing to doubt nature, but don't doubt God. Yeah. And so the angel said, answer, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will hover over you. Therefore, the child you the child you you bring to birth will be called holy son of God. Listen, and did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son old as she is? Listen to what the angel the angel gives Mary a prophetic word of knowledge. Mary don't have a clue what's happening in Zacharias and Elizabeth's house. The Bible already told you she was so excited she went away five months and hid relishing what God was doing in her. So she went out in the public letting everybody know she old and pregnant. She wasn't doing that. She was hiding five months. But the angel comes to Mary and say, don't you know that God has already impregnated your cousin Elizabeth? He gives her a prophetic word of knowledge. Listen to what Mary says. Uh, everyone, everyone called her barren and here she is six months pregnant. Also the angel lets her know, I know how when she got pregnant, y'all ain't hearing this, how long she been pregnant and right now she six months pregnant you see he says to her nothing you see is impossible to God listen to what Mary says Mary said yes I see it all now I see it all now listen to Mary I'm the Lord's handmaid ready to serve let it be with me just as you say what she says be it unto me so according to your word in other words listen to this listen to this if God can do it for Elizabeth he can do it for me I ain't got to worry about if he ever did it before if he's doing it now he can do it for me tell your neighbor don't count me out if he did it for one person it can happen to me come on if he did it for somebody down the street it can happen for me come on if he did it for the girl down the road it can happen for me come on and I'm one of those persons that just gonna believe favor can fall on me now you can live how you want to live and you can live with low faith but I'm gonna believe that I'm one of the ones that things can happen to me tell somebody miracles are going to happen to me too yeah I want to start a new Me Too movement we heard about the Me Too movements that make you sad that talks about the pain but how about a Me Too movement that says the miracle going to happen to me too I don't know about you that's what Mary says she says if my cousin can get pregnant being old surely I can get pregnant not knowing a man see this is, this is real faith that Mary has 
And I want you to know your yes seals the deal. Say your yes seals the deal. <laughs> Yo, yes, seals the deal because once she said that, it says that the angel left her. Y'all see that? It says, then the angel left her. He said, she got it. <laughs> once you start saying yes to God, the angel going back. He said, I'm filled my assignment and he can go on back to heaven. Tell him how to say yes to God. Say, yes, seals the deal. Here it is. I'm about to my end. I told you we we're going to do good. Here we are. Verse 39. It says, Mary didn't waste a minute. She got the word from the Lord and she did not waste a minute. She got this word from the Lord, the prophetic word, what a knowledge that her cousin was pregnant and she was going to be pregnant too. It said Mary didn't waste a minute. She got up, traveled to a town in Judah in the hill country. Girl had to climb some hills straight to Zachariah's house. Be lined there. I ain't got time to talk to nobody. Let me tell you, when you finally get pregnant with urgency, when you finally get pregnant with expectation, you don't really have a problem with distraction. Distraction leave you the moment urgency and expectation birth in your spirit. Because once you get urgent about something and have an expectation, matter of fact, you don't even see certain things. People's like, I saw you the other day. I didn't even see you. My eyes was on where I was going. And when you get real focused with an urgency and an expectation, things that are in the way, in the path to distract you, you don't even barely see certain things. That's why in service, in church, when you're really praising God, you don't see the person over there that looking funny and looking crazy. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't saying what I'm saying. Y'all ain't never got distracted in church. Supposed to be over there worshiping. You look at somebody, you get all tickled. Tell somebody, stay focused. She didn't waste a minute. She got up, beelined to Zachariah's house, and she greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb leaped. So when Mary came in and greeted Elizabeth, the baby jumped in her womb. And it says, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth got filled with the Holy Ghost. Mary's greeting ignited what was in Elizabeth's belly. The words out of Mary's mouth did something what was in the belly of Elizabeth. See, where you got to get to in this season of your life is that you got to be with somebody who make your baby leap. You got to be in connections that when people talk to you, it does something for your inside. It does something for your dreams. It does something for what God, you ain't got time to be talking to people that don't make your baby leap. You ain't got time to be talking to people that don't make your dream realize. You've been talking to them for 20 years and they ain't did nothing yet to make your baby leap. Mary walks in the room, greets Elizabeth, and Elizabeth gets filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and she began to prophesy, you're so blessed among women. That's what she says. And the babe in your womb also is blessed. Now this is Elizabeth. Now Elizabeth going to prophecy. What I'm trying to say to you is, there got to be a conversation between the two things you connected with. Meaning that when you speak to it, 
it, it ought to speak back to you. It's time out for you sowing into dead places uh, that after you don't talk to it, it don't talk back to you. After she had said what she said to Elizabeth, Elizabeth got stirred and began to prophesy right back to Mary. You are so blessed among women. See, y'all ought to get tired of sowing seed in the ground, hanging with people. And all after these years, I don't care what you say, my life has a time limit for people to bear fruit. Now, you can say what you want to say. I know what the Bible says. Some water, some plant, some water, but God get an increase. But Joe Davis watched the time. I just say what you want to say. Come on, somebody. Because I don't, my energy don't last all day. I say my energy don't last. My joy don't last all day. All day. I got to manage my joy. I got to budget my strength. Come on, you can act like you're going to never run out. You will be there giving somebody, giving somebody, giving somebody, giving somebody, giving somebody, giving somebody, giving. When you going to respond back to me that you receive what I gave you? And you can sit there, come on now. You ain't never tried to charge one car, try to charge up another car. You can take those jumper cables, put it on the car that got a strong battery, and then you take those cables and put the other end on another car that has a weak battery and after 30 minutes and after an hour the next thing you know that car that had a strong battery done cut off and it done drained all the energy uh, the, the weak battery done drained the strong battery and sometimes you got to recognize this ain't working I done washed this thing and this thing ain't producing you ain't saying nothing she went in there and Elizabeth prophesied back to her Tell somebody you got to stop wasting your minutes. You got to stop wasting your minutes. You got to got you got to connect with things that make your baby leap. See what happened here was beyond Mary and Elizabeth. I'm in my final point. I'm right there. I told you. I'm in there. I told her. <laughs> Don't tell somebody, don't waste another minute. Come on, somebody. Tell, now, I, I know I tell somebody I tried. Yeah, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, I tried. Now, come on, somebody. Sometimes you got to talk to people you love. Yeah, I know y'all don't hear me. You got to look them in the eye. And you got to tell them, I really do need you to change. I really love you and I really do need you to grow. <laughs> Let me hold your hand so you know this is an intimate moment. I really do need you to grow. I really do want you to know that. I want us to connect and go places. You know, I can't spend my whole life fussing and arguing on what color we gonna paint the house and, and if the, we need the grass cut every two weeks or once a month come on we can't keep fighting over the small things come on the Bible says can only two can walk together except they be agreed and because we ain't agreed we ain't moved nowhere in the last five years we can't start no businesses we ain't growing we're frustrated come on sometimes you got to have the conversation of growth you got to have the conversation of change come on somebody you need things that talk back to you now come on you, you ain't gonna get where God wants you to be till you get things that talk back to your destiny come on somebody come on you got to stop hearing words from things that don't talk back to your destiny and I'm telling you when Mary and Elizabeth got together they began to talk to one another and there was a language of understanding with one another you got to understand that Mary was carrying Jesus and Elizabeth was carrying John so in other words when 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 make a way connected with the way <laughs> explosion happened. See, you need make a way, because that's what John did. He prepared the way, but when prepared the way, connected with the way, things happen. When he's coming, connected with I am, things change. When get ready, connects with I is, things happen. And all you need is the other 
other side of you that speaks to your destiny. All you need, y'all, somebody about to get married up in here. All you need is the other side of you that understands how you're made, understands what you're carrying, understand what God is. Tell somebody, I need somebody to understand me. I need somebody who understands my purpose. I need somebody who understands my destiny. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And when you find somebody who can talk back to you and talk back to your dreams, you're going to find yourself in a new place. Tell somebody, a new place. God is trying to tell y'all I'm about done. He's getting you ready for a prophetic push. Tell somebody, nudge him real softly. Don't push him hard. Tell him you're getting ready for a push. Yeah, because what you're carrying, it's time to move forward with. God is telling you it's time for a prophetic push. A, a, a push that knows you. A push that knows your DNA. A push that speaks to your dreams and your appetites and the things you thirst for in God. It's time for that prophet. It's time for that prophetic push. This is the other thing God told me, and I'm done. God told me there's about to be a domino effect in your life. He says it's a domino effect. You're going to get one push. You're going to get one push. And that one push going to have so much momentum. It's going to hit everything else you've been waiting on. God said there's a domino effect happening in your life. You're going to get that one push in the right direction. And as soon as that one domino fall on the next, that domino effect going to happen in your life. You're in a season of the divine push. You're into the season of the prophetic push in your life. You're in the season where God is connecting you in the right time, in the right season, with the right people. And you need to know you're in the right spot. Tell somebody in the right spot. Come on, stand on your feet and clap your hands. And tell them I'm getting ready to give a prophetic push. God bless you. If that blessed your soul, we will love for you at your next opportunity to join us in worship every Sunday morning in Monticello, the Victorious Church at 8 a.m. Or our Dream Center location here in Tallahassee at 10 a.m. We would love to have you and your family, and we can't wait for you to join us at any of our locations. This is Pastor Joseph Davis. God bless you, and join us again.